This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is dedicated to Heat 312, who will disappear in an orange blaze during a fire-breathing act and return as a swimming instructor in Milton Keynes. Enjoy the show. Listen, Alvina. What? Listen. Beautiful. After silence, that which comes nearest to expressing the inexpressible is music. Who's that? Aldous Huxley. What music do you like, Alvina? Oh, you know, a bit of everything. Leonard Cohn... David Bowie, Amy Mann, The Clash. The Clash? You sound surprised. Well, I didn't have you down as a punk is all. Well, you should have seen me in my teens. <laughs> no way. Combat boots, studded belts, skull earrings, a denim jacket with no future scrawled on the back. You dark horse, Alvina. Well, it's hard to be a rebel when you go to school on an island with fewer than a dozen people, but I did my best. When I finally went to the mainland, I discovered punk had been dead for like... 20 years. Yes, it must have been hard growing up in a tiny island community like that. Oh, in some ways it was wonderful. Especially as a small kid. But, yeah, being a teenager was hard. And when it comes to pop culture, we were definitely cut off. (laughs) (laughs) The baker's son had a cassette tape of the Sex Pistols' Anarchy in the UK. I made a copy and listened to it under my duvet with my ear pressed against the cassette player so my mum wouldn't hear. It was the most shocking and transgressive thing I'd ever heard. Oh, yes, that's definitely the way to listen to punk rock. At low volume under a duvet. Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Oh, yes. Me too. No, I meant what music are you into? Oh, um... Oh, wait! What did you think I meant? I thought you were asking me if I was also a punk. And you were? Well, it seems I have the capacity to surprise too, Alvina. What? (laughs) Uh, No, you're kidding. I'm not. I... I've never seen you in anything other than a three-piece suit. Hmm. Time for another story. A time for another story.
Project. Created by Philip Thorne and Östen Ulsbeck Braga, with sound direction by Frederick Baden and sound design by Adam Raymonda. Episode 59 Thuggy Trashmouth, 1979. I'm ready for you. Across the room, you can see a bookshelf. Walk towards it. Look for Last Flight by Amelia Earhart. Once you find it, pull it. And this is going to be interesting. Where did I put that light? Oh, there you are. Welcome to the Amelia Project. Grab a seat. What's shaking? Fuck me with a barge pole. Yeah, it's a nifty contraption, isn't it? No, I mean, turn off that old shit. Eh? Oh. All right. Suit yourself. I don't believe this. What? I didn't know I was meeting a fucking hippie. Oh, I'm hardly a hippie. Oh, yeah. I think you need to take a chill pill. Your hair's down to your arsehole. Speaking of hair, I dig your mohawk. Personally, I would have opted for a slightly paler shade of green, but, you know... I ain't taking fashion advice from a geezer wearing flares and a poncy red velvet jacket. Well, you should. It's very comfy. It's 1979. You look like a fucking relic. And you look... Yes? Pretty damn terrifying, if I'm being honest. Good. Doesn't it hurt? What? Oh, there's there's metal studs in your tongue. Yes. I feel we may have gotten off on the wrong foot. Um, Why don't I offer you a nice cup of cocoa and a little something to smoke, perhaps? Stories are best told in a state of total chill. (laughs) Just the drugs. Right. Um, um, uh, Would that be the dope or the cocoa? What the fuck is wrong with you? I find the combined effect of THC and theobromine hitting the bloodstream creates the most exquisite high. Yeah, I'll stick with the dope. Yeah, suit yourself. <laughs> there you are. Ah, one for you. <laughs> uh, just watch out, it's, it's very strong. <sighs> uh, oh, yes. Lovely. So, um, your name is Thuggy? Thuggy Trashmouth. Yes, well, they tell me you're a musician. That so? Yes, Grandad. Well, tell me about your music. <laughs> oh, I'm very sorry, Thuggy. Are you offended that I haven't heard of you? Hmm? Well, don't be, because this aging hippie hardly gets out of this office. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last time I attended a concert was seven years ago at Glastonbury Fair. Now, Fairport Convention, Gong, Pink Fairies. Well, we uh, don't make music for old hippies, all right? And who is we? The shit stains. <laughs> the shit stains? <laughs> I love it. What? Hearing posh fuckers like you say it. Oh, do you? <laughs> Thucky, do you want me to help you or not? I don't know. I'm starting to think coming here was a mistake. You might not want to be so quick to judge. We've hardly got to know each other yet. Nah, I'm bang on about you. 
Oh, really? <laughs> so, who am I? You look like you stepped out of a production of Air. You really think so? Not a compliment. Oh, I know. Now I saw Hair when it opened on Broadway ten years ago. <laughs> of course he fucking did. It is a brilliant musical. It's a sellout piece of consumerist shite. <laughs> oh, yes, give it a decade. What? Until they start making musicals about you. <laughs> Bubblegum bitch. Pissing on the Union Jack. I want to puke on you. You can't make a musical out of that. Uh, today's underground is tomorrow's mainstream. Fuck you! And I'll be in the front row moshing to Monday morning wank. You fucking won't. You wouldn't know <laughs> fucking music. Wait, how do, you, how do you know about that? Hmm? I didn't tell you about Monday morning wank. Perhaps I know more about you than I let on. Uh, Told you not to be so quick to judge. <laughs> Didn't I? <laughs> uh, no, you see, Thuggy, I am a man who has undergone many changes in his life. I reinvent myself constantly. <laughs> God, I just happen to love the 60s. The flowery prints suit me. I dig the stimulants and music, and and I dislike going to the hairdressers, you know. Besides, I can't keep up with every fad and fashion, now can I? So I just reckoned I'd stick with the flowers and flares until something new grabbed my fancy. <laughs> and I must say, I am tempted. What? How do you get your hair to stand up like that? No, 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 no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, I have a leather jacket here somewhere, and I'm sure Kozlovsky could help me with the piercings. Ah, forget it, mate. You're too old. No, I can do something about that, too. Isn't this supposed to be about me? uh, Yes, all right, yes. you're, You're right, of course, yes. I'll tend to my wardrobe later. So, Thuggy, what brings you to the Amelia Project? Yeah. See these scars? Yes, it's hard to miss them. Know how I got them? I assumed it was part of the look. Got bottled off stage in Camden last night. <laughs> um, sorry, is, is that a good thing or a bad thing? What the fuck thing? do you mean? Well, you said that you didn't want to be co-opted by the mainstream, so the longer you're bottled off stage, the better, no? I mean, it doesn't get more legit than that. Ah, no, no, you're missing the point. And what's that? The reason... They bottled me off stage. Oh, yes. Right, so... We'd just finished Monday morning wank. You know. Wakey-wakey. Yeah. Hands off snakey. Gotta go to work for a stupid jerk in a tie and shirt. Fuck you and your way of life. I wank on you and I wank on your wife. I wank on you, you pathetic man. I wank on your poodle and your pension plan. Wank, 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 wank. Yes, yes, I I told you I'm familiar with the song. Oh, right, yeah. So, we end the song. Sid picks up the drum kit and smashes it on Johnny's head. Craig pukes into Jason's mouth. You know, the usual. Quite. And then it's time for me to sing Ratbag Rage. Mm. So Johnny passes me the microphone. And I... I swivel my hips and I wiggle my pelvis. You what? Craig gives me this weird look, but I think I've got it under control. I clench my muscles, grip my teeth... And stop my hips from moving. 
reined it in, I think. Focus, Fuggy, focus. I think a Craig's puke trickling out of Jason's mouth and how the rotters in Westminster are screwing over the working class. I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready to launch into rat bag rage. Right. I clutch the microphone, open my mouth, and out comes... Love me tender, love me sweet. What? Elvis Presley? So, at never let me go, the crowd starts booing. At for my darling I love you, the first (laughs) bottle hits me head. Then, bottles are coming in from all sides. By the time I reach I'll be yours through all the years, Johnny, Craig and Jason join in. (laughs) With the song? No, with the throwing of the fucking bottles. (laughs) Oh, Thuggy, why on earth did you start singing Elvis? I didn't! <laughs> but you but you just said you sang Love Me Tender to a room full of punks. That wasn't I mean, me! Then who? Him! Who? Him! <laughs> Who's him? The motherfucking king! <laughs> the motherfucking... <laughs> Wait, what? It's true. The, the actual Elvis Presley? Yes. Oh, um, 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 I don't know how to tell you, but, um... Yes? Well, you see, I happen to know for a fact that Elvis is dead. Well, the rotter might be dead, but he's still messing with me. What? It started a week ago in the backstage bogs at the King's Anus. <laughs> the, the King's... What? Yeah, uh, uh, King's Anus. It's a pub on Tavistock Road. We play there every weekend. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, so, so you're in the loo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm in the bogs, taking a dump. Lovely. My foot starts tapping. Next thing I know, I'm, I'm in blue suede shoes. I'm so embarrassed, I lock myself in the cubicle and stay there till it's over. Jeepers creepers. And then the rest of the night, I have this weird fucking urge to shake and twist and strut it takes all my willpower not to break into all shook up I get home at three in the morning and it just explodes out of me all shook up (laughs) all shook up jailhouse rock devil in disguise heartbreak hotel with all the moves wait 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 wait. so so you're you're saying you're, you're what like possessed well seems like it well, cover me in bling and call me the king. This is a most unusual case. Can you help me? Let me get this straight. You want me to make Elvis disappear? Yes! We play the Hammersmith Odeon tomorrow night. Our biggest gig ever. I have to be rid of him by then. Hmm. Can you help me? First, I'll need to speak to him. No! Why not? I'm not letting him take control of me again. Can you feel him now? His beat in your veins, his bounce in your hips. <sighs> He's in one of his more melancholy moods. What do you mean? I mean, I'm trying very hard not to sing I'm so lonesome I can cry. Let him. No fucking way. Oh, go on, let him. Come on. You having a fucking laugh? I'm fuggy trash mouth at the shit stains. I do not sing about the moon and stars and weeping robins. Yes, all right, but it's not you, is it? I mean, it's him. Y- using my voice. Listen, Thuggy, no, no, you know what? If if I'm going to help you, I am going to need to talk to him. No way. You know what? I'm starting to think you're yanking my chain. What? Why would I do that? 
You're joshing me, aren't you? No, it's true. It's not. It is. It's not. It is. It is. It's true. It's fucking nope. true. It is. Nope. It's true. Nope. I don't it's believe true. it. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's not. I don't. But what? It's true. Well, well, well. Elvis, we meet again. Well, isn't this a surprise? How are you, pal? How am I? How are you? I mean, I'm, I'm keeping it real, man. It's oh, great to see you. Well, I gotta be honest. I, I feel I owe you an apology. What? Why? Well, the whole heart attack thing. I mean, you fixed it so beautifully. Oh, no, come on now. That was the easy part. Yes. Getting you out of the country and setting you up as a fisherman on Saipan, I mean, that was the tricky bit. Right, right. But, I mean, you know, you dotted every I and crossed every T, and then three hours into my new life, I cut myself on a worm hook and bleed to death. Oh, well, I mean, well, yes, I mean, that was quite unfortunate, yeah. After all that trouble you went to, I mean, I am sorry about that. These things happen, you know. Well, but you know what? I think life as a fisherman won't for me. In retrospect, it does seem that a profession without hooks might have been a better choice. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I wasn't ready to quit. What? Oh, c- come on, Elvis, you said you couldn't stand the fame. You said that yeah, you were I, I, just... But I've realised that I still need the music. I think my best work is still ahead of me. Ah, well, you see, that's what I need to talk to you about. My music? I seem to recall that you're more a Beatles kind of guy. Kinks, actually. Kinks, my lord. Well, look, in any case, your music isn't any of my potatoes. It's the fact that you're using my client as a vessel. Your client should be thrilled. Yeah, well, well, I'm with you, but he isn't. He's angry. Well, he's always angry. It's kind of his thing. Yeah, but, you know, now he's really angry. He's, you know, stressing out. I mean, I mean come on, you've got, you've got to understand that you're undermining his style, right? <laughs> what style? <laughs> Yes, well, you know, I, I must admit his music isn't exactly my cup of cocoa either. It's but, just you know. noise. I mean, come on, the lyrics are restroom graffiti. Right, but 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 then why did you choose this chump as your vessel? I don't understand. He's got so much energy. I love his rebellious spirit. And most importantly, he has a terrific voice. Does he? Well, you wouldn't know the way he yells into the microphone, would you? But yes... It's real special. Huh. I, I have to say, I'm surprised. It's so sad that he's screaming himself hoarse like that and wasting all his energy on smashing up instruments. Eh, I think it's intentional. I'm here to help harness his energy into dance moves and teach him how to sing. And together, he and I will create something very special. Don't you think another vessel would be better suited? I mean, there are thousands of musicians out there you could possess. No, no, it's his voice I want. It's inspired me to write songs again. Right, but what? Really? New songs? Sure. You want to hear one? Hell yes, I want to hear one. Then let's rock and roll. Let me be your lover, man. I swear I will be true. Oh, let me show you that I can Cause I'm in love with you Let me show you a good time The stars are shining bright 
Honey, it would be a crime to waste such a lovely night. L -l 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 Let me be a lover, man. I swear I will be true. Oh, um, well, well, actually, I was, I was quite enjoying it, really. You should have heard you the shut your fucking skinny. mouth or I'll skin you alive. Right, <sighs> yes. Um, look, look I, Thuggy, I understand you're upset, but... Well, what um, are we going to do about this? Well, uh, you know, I, I think the easiest thing would be for you to make peace with the situation. Are you absolutely shitting me? Well, most people would kill to channel Elvis. I mean, it's Elvis. My friend Roger, for example. Now, he's an Elvis impersonator. He's, his physical resemblance really is remarkable, but his voice, I mean, oh God, it sounds like glass and a coffee grinder. Why, <laughs> why are you telling me this? Well, Thuggy, um, how, how would you fancy a new life as an Elvis impersonator? Are you serious? Absolutely, yes, yes. I'm, I mean, it, it's a booming industry, really, and, and you'd be the king of it. <laughs> the king! <laughs> I am this close to ripping your fucking guts out, mate. Look, look, uh, whoa, whoa, ch chill, Thuggy, chill, chill, chill. Don't man. tell Come me on. to chill. I've got fucking Elvis yeah, yeah, in yes, me. Yes, all right, all right, all right. But Thuggy, you're losing control again. Th Thuggy, look, focus, 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 focus on the sound of my voice. Let me show you that I can, because I'm in love with you. Oh, what do you think? I, I think it's groovy. Oh, thank you very much. Am I the first person to hear it? I sure are. God, I mean, I mean, what an honor. Well, I, mean... I will share it with the world tomorrow. Oh, um, oh, you're, 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 you're going to hijack Thuggy's gig at the Hammersmith Odeon? Hijack? No, no, no. I'm going to save the poor boy from himself. Right, um, um, how so? I'm not going to let him get up on that big stage and make a fool of himself. Well, um, I, 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 this this is an important gig for him, I think, Elvis. Um, don't you think he should get to play his own music? <laughs> you call that music? <laughs> well, you must have noticed what happened last time you possessed him on stage. I mean, love me tender, love me sweet. Well, the crowd went wild. Yeah, throwing bottles. Well, they used to throw their panties, now they throw <laughs> bottles, kids, right? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think you're embarrassing him. What? What? You, yeah. You're calling my songs embarrassing? What? No, no. Oh, good Lord, no. Yours are the best. You're the king, man. You're the king. No, no, of well, course not. No. Good. Because I got some fine new tunes of my sleeve. Memphis Sunset. Tears of Honey. Got a lot of loving to do. <laughs> I'm especially fond of that last one. You want to hear it? Um, yes. Yes, I do. Well, got a lot, lot, lot of loving to do. To loot, 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 lip, yi, you. Got a lot, lot, lot of loving to do. Got a lot, lot, Make this stop, um, make this stop, for fuck's sake, make this stop. Right, yes, uh, look, I'm, I'm sorry, Thuggy. Uh, he really likes your voice. No, I mean, no fucking way, no fucking way. Thuggy, focus, you're losing control again. <laughs> Loving to do to you. I am not going on stage tomorrow and singing. Got a lot of fucking loving to do. Why not? I, I think you should actually. You what? Great musicians often do the unexpected. Oh, what the fuck do you know about music? Hear me out, Thuggy. Hear me out. I mean, remember Bob Dylan in 1965? 
at the Newport Folk Festival. That is, hmm? that, that's ancient history. I was there. We were all expecting acoustic guitar and harmonica, but he plugs in an electric guitar, turns up the amps and roars like a rolling stone. The crowd went bananas. Pete Seeger ran on stage yelling, give me an axe and I'll chop the cable right now. <laughs> I swear, I thought it was the end of Bob's career. And, and look at him now. Have you listened to his last record? Yeah, slow train coming. Fuck has become a bald again Christian, singing about Jesus and redemption and shit. So, that only proves my point that great artists constantly reinvent themselves. I mean, they take their audience by surprise. As will you, Thuggy. No. They may not appreciate it at first, but give it a few years and they'll call you a genius. This... This is not a step forward. It's a giant fucking leap back. Fuggy Trashmouth doesn't prance around singing about love and tears. My music is the real raw deal. I'm the voice of the tower block trash in the suburb scum. I am the first person to take a shit on live TV. I've got... <laughs> you gotta love the kid's spirit, hey? <laughs> Look, man, I'm doing my best to mediate between the two of you, but if neither of you is prepared to budge even a teeny weeny uh, bit, he can I mean, keep his not... wardrobe. Sorry? He can keep his wardrobe. I was going to get him groomed tomorrow, but I'll be honest, the sparky look is starting to grow on me. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I'm going to get one, really. I just can't decide what colour I want my mohawk to be. I mean, is, would it be orange, yellow, pink? You what? <laughs> oh, Thuggy, you again. Right, listen, um, we're making progress. Oh, yeah? How's that? Well, he's agreed to let you keep your outfit. What? You can keep wearing studs and leather. I should fucking hope so! Well, you came this close to turning that mohawk into a slicked-up quiff, swapping the torn T-shirt with a high-collar bowling shirt and ditching the Doc Martens in favour of penny loafers. Uh... Now, 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 look, look, look. I, I know this is difficult, but as long as the two of you are prepared to compromise a little bit, I'm sure Compromise? That we... I was thinking we could strike a deal for the gig at the Hammersmith Odeon tomorrow. He performs a song, you perform a song. For example, he sings Let Me Be Your Lover, Man, and in exchange you follow it up with pissing on the Union Jack. I'd rather huh? eat a live rat. <laughs> well, look, I'm doing the best I can in a very unorthodox situation. You know, me, me. Are you? I came here because word on the street is that you fake deaths. Yes, we do fake deaths. We're the best in the business. Then that's what we do. What? Fake Elvis's death? Yeah, no. Again? No. It didn't work well the last time. No, we... <laughs> no. What, we fake your death? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. But, um, how does that help you? The only way he'll leave me alone is if he thinks I'm dead. Right. Yes. That could work. Yeah. I've always wanted to fake a death during a concert. Jason could smash the guitar over your head with lethal force. Oh, or you could stage dive to death. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but then what? What, you, you give up? Abandon your career because of Elvis? No. I took you for a fighter. Yeah, well, no. I wait. Wait for what? For Elvis to get bored. Move on, find a new vessel. 
Once he's some other geezer's problem, I return from the dead and freak everyone out. It'll be funny. <laughs> Don't waste your time with that silly plan. What? Elvis, you've been listening? Well, of course. Ah. He can play dead for as long as he wants. I can wait too. And I'll be waiting for him once he's ready to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, it's not going to work. We can't keep secrets from Elvis. He can hear what you say even when he's not possessing. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck! Oh, come on, this is no time for singing. I wasn't. Listen, Thuggy, I have an idea. You do? Yes, it's very simple, really. Tell me. You know why Elvis chose you as his vessel, don't you? It's because of your voice. I've always hated my voice. Well, that may be so, but Elvis has a good point. You know, if, if, if you look past the rage and profanity, your voice is actually quite beautiful. Oi, you shut it. Shut oh, it no, right no, no, now. No, 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 I, I meant that as a compliment. Hey, fuck it's fuck beautiful. Shove yeah. up your ass. I've tried everything. Tried smoking 80 cigarettes a day, screaming for three hours straight, drinking mm. whiskey for breakfast. Well, Well, then you have an indestructible voice. I mean... Even putting it under severe strain can't get rid of its unique character. Well, I hate it. If I could get rid of it, I would. That's exactly what we're going to do. Hmm? What? We're going to operate on your vocal cords. Really? Really. I mean, without your vocal cords, Elvis won't be interested in you, will he? Of course. Yeah. Yes. You're a clever fucker, aren't you? Shred those well, motherfuckers. Yes, <laughs> wait, shred them. Wait, 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 wait. Will I be mute? I've still what? got to be able to scream. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it would be a crime to ruin a voice like yours. No, no, it must be preserved. What? But I thought you just said you're going to... Rem- no, 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 no. Kozlovsky, our surgeon, will perform a transfer. Hmm? A transfer? Yes. A vocal cord transfer. I'm swapping my vocal cords with some other geezer. Yes, you are. Who? My friend, Roger. Who the fuck is that? I told you, he's the Elvis impersonator. Oh, him. Didn't you say the fucker's got a voice like glass in a coffee grinder? Yes, he's an atrocious singer. I mean, is that a problem for you? I fucking love it. (laughs) I have a feeling so will Roger. <laughs> now, now, hold on a moment. Elvis. Don't I get a say in this? Well, what's not to like? Well, for starters, I don't know this Roger. What's he like? Like you. Like me. Oh, spitting image. Uh, I don't know. It feels kind of weird. Weird? Incestuous, you know, like possessing an impersonation. Uh, it's messed up, man. Elvis, Elvis, oh, come on, this is perfect. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, you were right. You're not cut out to be a fisherman. You never were. You're Elvis. You're rock and roll. You can't just quit music. Yeah. Right. But, 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 you, but you've had enough of the limelight. I understand. You've, you want a life without reporters and photographers, without screaming fans and security following your every move. Yeah. 
Becoming your own impersonation gives you just that. I mean, you can keep your style and songs and charisma, but without the baggage. You can continue being Elvis Presley without being Elvis Presley. I mean... Uh, I suppose... Oh, it's perfect. You can, you can keep doing what you love without destroying yourself. Yeah, I guess you're right. Right? I am. Yeah. And, and, and I'll come and watch you on the first Friday of every month at the Five Bells Pub. Yeah, they, they have an Elvis tribute night then. You'll put every other Elvis impersonator out of business. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. Right? I love that. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. It's, well, well, you know what? I, I think this calls for a toast. Yeah, but I've, I've got a bottle of Veuve Clicquot here somewhere. Oh, that's, yeah, that's the good ah, there stuff. There we are. Yes, <laughs> this is, this, there we are. <laughs> right. There you are. One for you. Well, thank you very much. One for me. And oh, good to too, see man. you again, man. Cheers. Cheers. What the fuck is this piss? Hey, hey, no, uh, no. The Persian rug. It's Vouve Clicquot. Vouve what? Vouve Clicquot. Vouve, fucking... Don't you have any lager? No, I don't. Well, stop wasting time. Let's get me under this scalpel. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Not so fast. There's still the matter of payment. Oh. Yes. Well, you know, I'll tell you what... You'll owe me some styling advice. Um, uh, okay. Okay, then. Plus 10%. 10%? Mm-hmm. Of what? Profits for the Shitstains musical. I, I told you that ain't going to happen, ever. Uh, oh, I think it is. It bloody ain't. Well, I'll take the gamble. Uh, your loss. Definitely going to happen. What was that? Uh, I, I, I said, let's raise a toast to um uh, to, to, to great music. All right. To music. To music. Oh, to music. Right, you are. There you are. Have a hit on that, old boy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for the epilogue, but first, the credits. This episode was written and edited by Philip Thorne, directed by Philip Thorne and Einstein Braga, with story editing by Einstein Braga. Sound design by Adam Ray Munda, and music by Frederick Barden. The episode featured Lawrence Owen as Thuggy Trashmouth, Alan Bergen as The Interviewer, Julia C. Thorne as Alvina, and coming up, Hemi Yeroham as Kozlowski, Jordan Cobb as Jackie Williams, and Erin King as Mia Fox. Production assistance by Marty Patsival and graphic design by Anders Pedersen. If you're supporting the show on Patreon, thank you so much. We could not do this without you. 
If you'd like to become a supporter, we'd be delighted, and you'll get access to a heap of bonus content, including the new bonus episode, Villa Bianca, which we released last week. You can get hold of that by supporting us from just $5 on Patreon. Visit our website for more details. A shout out to our super patrons, that's Heat312, Zegreet, Rodney Dulligy, Ella Silva, Kevin Rowland, Sophia Anderson, Jem Fiddick, Alban Asant, Amelie and Alison, Stephanie Weidenhiller, Raphael Eduardo Vifas Verastaki, Ashlyn Brand, Alison Throw, Patricia Bornwagner, Megan Mighty, Doctor Insanity, Yeti13, Grace Column, and Cliff Hazinga. Info on how to support the show on our website, ameliapodcast.com. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Tumblr and Instagram for Amelia News, peeks behind the scenes and the occasional clues and riddles. And now, the epilogue. What happened with Elvis and Roger? Did they have a good career? Once the vocal cords had healed, they went straight on stage. When Roger, or rather Elvis, started singing, the crowd went wild, throwing underwear and screaming like teenagers. It was like the good old days. Hmm. (laughs) But then... Yes? He performed Let Me Be Your Lover Man. The audience didn't like it? But from the way you described it, it it sounded like a classic Elvis tune. That was the problem. It sounded that way, but it was not. I don't understand. At I swear I will be true, the crowd starts booing. At I'm in love with you, the first bottle hits his head. By the time they reach, the stars are shining bright. (laughs) The bottles come from all sides. What? But why? An impersonator never sings an original song. It is the unwritten law of the impersonator. One of the bottles was still corked. It hit Roger so hard, he died on the spot. That was the last we ever heard from Elvis. But one day, when a boy is born with just the right voice... I am sure the king will be back. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000-word essay, Garrett Last Name? Secret werewolf. I'm Kate, by the way. They kissed? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But 
This way? I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.